In our intro last week, Han was uh, kind of saying a big thank you for all the support and care that we've received and those kind of that we're trying to help have received um, through us as a, as a group of people. Um, and she talks about how special that is when we step in and make a difference to the lives of, of someone who needs help and needs support. Um, and I suppose she, she ultimately challenged us to make sure we keep on doing that, that we keep on finding those people and stepping in when they need uh, someone to look out for them and, and help them. Um, when I think about that stuff, I love it because I feel like that is us connecting with what God intends us to do as people who uh, want to follow him. Looking out for each other becomes a core part of our identity and what should mark us out as people who want to be connected to God and, and follow Jesus. One of my favourite things about God is that he's so interested in being close to the people who are suffering and, uh, and struggling with different things. We can fall into the trap sometimes of thinking that, that God really shows himself in all these spectacular and exciting things. But actually, sometimes we read things in the Bible that really put that into perspective. One of those places is when we read um, about Jesus at the Sermon on the Mount. You can find it in Matthew 5. Uh, I'm going to read you uh, a little snippet of it. Uh, I'm going to read it from the message. So if, if you're familiar with the passage already... Um, the message always puts it a little bit different. So let's uh, have a read of what it says. So this is Matthew 5, uh, verses 3 through to 10. And this is what it said. You're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there is more of God and his rule. You're blessed when you feel you've lost what is most dear to you. Only then can you be embraced by the one most dear to you. You're blessed when you're content with just who you are. No more, no less. That's the moment you find yourself proud owners of everything that can't be bought. You're blessed when you've worked up a good appetite for God. He's food and drink in the best meal you'll ever eat. You're blessed when you care. At the moment of being careful, you find yourselves cared for. You're blessed when you get your inside world, your mind and your heart, put right. Then you can see God in the outside world. You're blessed when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight. That's when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family. You're blessed when your commitment to God provokes persecution. The persecution drives you even deeper into God's kingdom. And uh, those are described... Uh, as the Beatitudes and uh, I think what's amazing about them is it often challenges that concept where we often think the most blessed people are the ones who we see kind of thriving and succeeding and um, winning at life. Um, the people who have the most profile, who get the most opportunities, um, that do the most upfront things in a church community, those are the people who are most blessed. And, and I think it's easy then when we get into that mindset to put those kind of people on a pedestal and say, that's how I want to be, that's who I want to be. Um, but actually, when we then pick apart that passage in Matthew 5, what Jesus does is he kind of turns that mentality that we can sometimes um, kind of lean on or lean to. He turns it on its head and paints a really different picture. 
He talks about people um, being blessed who are suffering, who are struggling, who are um, humble, who are kind, who are caring, who are doing things simply, who are just pursuing God. It's not about profile. It's not about um, hierarchy or opportunity or gifting or exposure. Sometimes it's just about resilience and getting stuck in to connecting with God. It's interesting, isn't it? When we try and join these things together, join this idea that we talked about right at the beginning about how do we love and care for people effectively and then look at what Jesus says in the Beatitudes. If we then try and put that all into the context of where we are at the moment, these are continuing challenge, continually uh, challenging times. Um, we're now about seven months into this pandemic. And um, when we look back, the interesting thing is at the start, when they locked everyone down and said, you're allowed out for one hour a day to go and have some exercise, we all probably got quite um, inventive and creative about how we're going to connect with other people, how we're going to support people in need. So um, you'd find that people were quite creative and would really make an effort. So people were doing Zoom quizzes all the time. I think Graham and Charlotte at, some, at one point were, were considering seriously giving up their careers in education to become professional Zoom quizzes. They were doing it that many days a week. Um, people were doing video calls all the time uh, to catch up with people. People were going and checking on their neighbours. People were reaching out just to try and make sure that no one uh, was left behind. I'm just going to cough. <coughs> and I suppose that was just people's response to the restrictions that were placed on us as, um, as uh, a nation but also globally. How do we stay connected with people uh, even when we're told we can't physically go and connect with them? But when we jump into the present day, we're still seven months into this pandemic, but it's not the same anymore. Things have changed um, restrictions are still there, we still can't do everything that we could do before coronavirus um, invaded. But what we find now is the pace of life has picked up and as a result the treadmill started going again. We have to jump back on and, and do work and, and um, kids, go, kids are back at school and, and there's some elements of normality that are probably robbing some of that time um, and independence that maybe we've become quite used to. And as a result, what has maybe happened is even though we might connect more with people, say, in a work setting, because some of us are back there, what we probably find is there's less quality connections with people um, because we're not making as much effort as we were. Um, and there's also a chance that we've got quite used to not seeing other people and that some of the different paces of life uh, have maybe become... Um, something that we've got really really used to uh, and that for some people will be really good and for some people will be will be a real struggle um, but things have definitely changed from how they were when we first got these restrictions um, I suppose imposed on us at the start of the year before we knew anything like this was going to happen we talked about this whole theme of um, there being a crisis of connection within our society and I suppose in essence what we talked about is how um, we can become reliant on looking at someone's social media presentation of their lives and making an assessment on whether they're okay by the kind of things that they're posting. Um, what that then does is it, is it 
is it removes that opportunity to see in someone's eyes whether they actually are doing okay. Um, and sometimes just to be a bit blinded by the fact that they had a great day out with the kids and the pictures look great, so we're assuming their life is fantastic. We know that that's not the case for us, um, but actually it's also not the case for the people. Sometimes life can be really hard, even when you present well. So when we look at that kind of stuff and think about what we talked about at the start, we can't assume that everyone is doing really well because they're quite present and active online or they're quite positive online. We've got to be able to see beyond some of those things and really be able to reach out effectively to connect with people and make sure they're okay. So when we think about what Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, when he talked about um, the kind of people who are blessed or the kind of people that God is close to, um, he described how close God is to those people who suffer, who struggle, who are criticised, who are rejected, who are humble, um, the kind people, the caring people. And it's interesting, isn't it? As I, as I look at that stuff, man, my phone is going mental. Let me just put it on silent. Um, as I look at that kind of stuff and think there's this constant um, suggestion of God being close to the people who struggle and suffer and, and, and pursue him, who are humble, caring, kind, all those kind of things. When we decide to step in and help someone who's struggling, then for me, it doesn't seem like rocket science to realise that actually, maybe the blessing on that person is me stepping in and doing what God's called me to do. Or you stepping in and helping that person who's in need. Maybe they have no connection with God. But you might be the connection. You might be the thing that introduces hope um, and love and care into that person's life. You are the thing that introduces the very nature of God into that scenario. When we're following God and when we're pursuing him, pursuing uh, a connection with him, like our situation this last couple of weeks, when people do that for us, we feel the connection of God because we're aware of it. But actually, isn't it amazing that even someone who hasn't got a relationship with God can begin to be blessed by him through you? And I suppose in essence, the message this week is well simple. Let's do what we can do to make sure that we're being who God has called us to be to everyone in our lives. Let's step out as we acknowledge that the pandemic has changed over these last seven months and maybe we've got used to a way of life and a disconnection with people. Let's make sure that we are people who are pursuing God but also pursuing the people who need uh, hope, um, refuge, purpose, uh, all of those kind of words, the people who need that, we can be the instruments for God to enable him to connect with them. So what I want us to do is off the back of this is spend a few minutes just thinking about a couple of people that maybe you have connected with at some point over the last six or seven months, but maybe you've drifted away because life's just got a bit busy again. Make the effort, get back in touch and see how they are. Be, be the person who steps out and does something for the people. And then also, alongside that, have a think about, is there one person you know is going through something difficult? Maybe something tough has happened in their family. Or, or maybe something tough happened a while ago and you know that it's a constant struggle. 
get in touch, reach out to them and, and kind of be who God wants you to be to that person. That's how we become carriers of hope um, and people who become love to everyone in our world. And maybe for some of us, you are the person in need. And that's where it's really tough because some of you might sit there and go, I have not got the energy or the, the, the motivation to go and try and find someone else um, who needs help. If that's you, I want you to try and be really, really brave and reach out to someone and ask for help yourself. Because sometimes the hardest thing to do when someone says, is there anything I can do for you? Hardest thing is to work out what it is that they can do. But actually, there's no shame in admitting that life's difficult, life's tough. Get in touch with someone. Ask them just to, um, to pray for you and support you. And do you know what? So often when, when, people have, when I've been able to ask someone to help in a situation, people go, I'm so glad that you've asked me because now I can actually do something um, that will show you how much we love you and yeah, how much God loves you as well. So be brave if you're struggling. Reach out to someone and grab hold of them. So there's nothing groundbreaking today, but I hope that that's a good nudge for all of us to think, who can we connect with, who can we help? And maybe for some of us, who can we ask to support us in the things that we're going through? So it's so important what we do and who we are and how we behave. So to make an effort and let's see the difference that we can make um, to the people around us uh, or the difference that people around us can make to us. So be brave and step out this week. Let's pray. Father God, uh, I pray that we would feel uh, a real sense of your presence in our lives, that whatever's going on, we would know that you're right with us. Uh, whether life is, is a struggle every day, uh, or whether we feel okay, um, God, I pray that you'd just be so um, present in our lives. And God, help us to be brave uh, to listen to your voice, to hear the things that you want to say to us, the people that we need to connect with. And God, I pray that we would just be uh, people who really represent you really well. So uh, guide us this week and be close to us. Amen. So thank you for listening. Um, we hope you have a good week. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye.